What is up? And welcome to Beyond the Art with Brandon Silvers. For those of you watching me, you see, you know, I'm standing up like Pat McAfee today. Got the energy going, got the mic in hand, got my notes over here. Hope y'all had a great week. As you can tell, I'm feeling energetic, recovered from all my travel, being stuck and stranded in the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. Shout out to Whataburger, though. That was incredible. And as you can see, trying things a little bit differently based on some of your feedback, trying to get a little bit comfortable in this new visual medium. But speaking of that, be sure to subscribe to the Beyond the Art with Brandon Silver's YouTube channel. We got a couple of video-only options up there so far, such as Brett's Bets, where we have a 1,000% anonymous college football expert joining me to predict some of the trickiest college football games each week. And... I just launched Beyond the Bark with my dog, Kobe, where he makes his NFL picks each week. That's like a 60-second video. You can watch it to make the dog happy. I mean, he enjoys the attention. He got like 2,000 views yesterday, so you need to come watch it before all the attention goes to his head. And if you want to send me some feedback of your own or just shout out, just say, hey, say what's up, whatever, shoot me an email at beyondthearc843 at gmail.com. All right. Got a good one for you today, so let's go ahead and get into it. All right, so big international news. I'm sure you've already heard of it, unless you were stuck in a Dallas-Fort Worth airport as well, but the Queen's reign is over. Not talking about Queen Elizabeth. I'm talking about Serena Williams. So the tennis goat announced that this year's U.S. Open was going to be her, her final tournament, and after an incredible upset of the number two seed, she unfortunately lost in the next round to Australian Isla Tomjanovic. Started off the match great. I was watching it. It was incredible, but it kind of looked like she ran out of gas, and she alluded to that in the post-match interview where she said she wished she could have started preparing for it sooner, maybe gotten to a little, little bit smaller tournaments leading up to the U.S. Open, so maybe she would have been a little bit sharper because she felt like she could have competed for that title. And it was a hell of a match even without her being super sharp because she was battling her ass off. And it reminded me of something that my old coach, Herbert Johnson, used to say, which is basically that anybody can be great when they feel 100% and they're on their A game. But if you truly want to be great, then you need to be great when you're not really feeling it, when you don't have your A game. And she almost pulled it off, and that's why she is the GOAT. And as the GOAT retiring, what followed was a nice little post-match celebration. She hit her, her trademark twirl, trademark twirl, hard for me to say, for what might be the final time, she gave a nice speech shouting out all the support she'd received, her family, particularly her sister Venus, saying that, you know, there would be no Serena Williams if it wasn't for Venus. And as I'm watching this, I'm feeling all kinds of emotions because this is probably the last goat from my childhood to retire. I remember going to tennis camp when I was like nine because I'd been watching Venus and Serena compete. Now, what separates Serena from the other ghosts of my childhood is that she accomplished all that she accomplished the 23 Grand Slam singles titles, the singles Olympic gold, the four Grand Slam doubles titles, and three doubles Olympic golds with her sister Venus as a black woman from Compton in an overwhelmingly white sport. Now, whenever you're the only one or one of like a few of the people who look like you in an overwhelmingly white space, it's a ton of pressure. I feel it myself just being a black man in Charleston, so I can't even imagine what it must feel like to be on Serena's level or just being a black woman in general. Not only are you breaking down barriers and, and being treated as some sort of invader, but then you're also 
got this feeling that you're you're carrying the hopes of everyone who looks like you on your shoulders. And that's a ton of pressure. And success, fame, fortune, money, whatever, doesn't make any of that go away. None of that oppression. Like, it only shields you from so much, despite what a misguided O.J. Simpson may think. It may soften the blow some, but you're still reduced to the characteristics that make you a minority in that particular space. And with that comes intense scrutiny and criticism. So instead of being celebrated for being good enough at her sport to turn pro at the age of 14, she instead had this huge target on her back, not only because she was different, but also because she was better. So there were made-up controversies like when Venus and Serena played with beads in their hair and everyone was talking about, oh, this is some huge distraction. Or the pearl clutching over the on-court fashion statements Serena made with some of her, her tennis wear. God forbid you wear something that's brightly colored or a, a tight-fitting catsuit to play tennis. Like, oh my gosh. And we as a society can't stop from over-sexualizing what black women do and criticizing them for it. And then on the other hand, we'll give someone like an Anna Kornikova who leaned into her sex appeal, she was white, she leaned into it, give her all kind of endorsement dollars and everything for doing that. The same Anna Kornikova who once said, quote, I hate my muscles, I'm not Venus Williams, I'm not Serena Williams, I'm feminine. I don't wanna look like they do. I'm not masculine like they are. What a statement. So not only does it reinforce this made up standard of femininity, that basically says that the further away you are from being a dainty white girl, the less feminine you are. But this is also an athlete talking about another athlete. And this is super specific to women's athletics, unfortunately. But this would be like Tyler Hero saying, um, Giannis is just too jacked. Like, someone please, this guy, gross. You're basically complaining that someone is preparing too much for the sport that they're a professional in. It makes no sense. In what is surely a coincidence, Serena's 21 Grand Slam singles titles are exactly 23 more than Kornikova won in her career. And oftentimes, Serena would get that black athlete treatment when it came to her tennis success, where it's credited to things that are outside of her control, such as athleticism or her physique. Now, if you've tried to play tennis, as I recently started back up after a like 25-year hiatus, you would know that there's a lot more to it than just being athletic and strong. That's why it's a sport that older retired people enjoy playing as well. I don't think that Agnes down in Boca is playing tennis for fun because she's too ripped for shuffleboard. But wait, is Serena too masculine or too curvy? Hard to say because she's been mocked for her curves too, which kind of shows you how white tennis is because it takes like a special flavor of mayo to criticize someone for having too much ass. And I'm not here to judge Serena's appearance, but if I was, then you have the criticism of her on-court behavior. Too fiery, too competitive, whatever. Name me a sport where the players don't yell at umpires or referees from time to time. Maybe go check out old men's tennis tapes and you can look at John McEnroe and all his outbursts, which has basically led to him becoming a commentator because he was so well-known, not only for his great play, but also just lighting into these poor umpires. But Serena is painted as an angry black woman. You cannot be serious! And while I'm sure she enjoys many privileges due to her success in money and all that, she still barely escaped one of the most tragic experiences in this country when she nearly died during childbirth 
when she was giving birth to her daughter, Olympia. For those of you who may not know, black women are nearly three times more likely to die during childbirth than their white counterparts, mostly due to having their symptoms and concerns not taken seriously by healthcare professionals. Serena wrote an essay for Elle this past April where she detailed the entire experience. You see, she has a, a history of blood clots in her lungs and started to experience those symptoms again while she was in the hospital giving birth and had to basically beg to have her life saved as she was repeatedly dismissed over and over trying to get these doctors and nurses to help her. And it's really scary to think that if someone with resources at their disposal like a Serena Williams can go through this, then what are black women going through every day across this country? But despite all this, despite how we as a society treat black women, Serena managed to thrive. She's certainly the best women's tennis player ever. I can't think of a men's tennis player who dominated the competition like she has. She's an accomplished fashion designer, businesswoman, mother to her daughter Olympia, who she was pregnant with when she won the 2017 Australian Open. And she did all of this because she's a black woman. And she's carried the torch of an Althea Gibson or an Arthur Ashe, where she fittingly played her last match in a stadium named for Arthur Ashe, and she's passed it on to the next generation of black tennis players coming up. So we get to see a Francis Tiafo making a run for the US Open title on the men's side, or Coco Goff at a post-match press conference explaining who the City Girls are to a reporter. So shout out to the queen, Serena Williams, the greatest tennis player of all time. And in true GOAT fashion, she even left the door open just a little bit for a comeback. Oh man, no athlete I idolize as a child is left. My ass is old. All right, keeping it short this week as I adjust to the new format and the new visual medium. Look at me. So thank you for checking it out. Got a very good interview lined up for next week. So stay tuned for that. Be sure to check out the Beyond the Art with Brandon Silver's YouTube channel. Shoot me some feedback at beyondtheart843 at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. And I will catch y'all next week.